I'll be popping bottles, sparkles and champagne. VIP my section, royalty looking sexy. You know that be my name. Today we got Chris Smalls in the studio. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Support the union. <laughs> yeah. Support Amazon Union. <laughs> Jeff Bezos, I'm coming for you. <laughs> coming for your head, boy. Coming for your head, boy. Coming for your head, boy. Coming yeah. for your head, boy. Yeah. 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 This beat do go hard. <laughs> Alright, that's enough. Let's start the show. You recording? Well yeah. well we have like Zuckerberg and Musk having a battle, but I think we should get you and uh Bezos to have a rap battle. That's the real battle. Yeah. I'd rather do actually I'll do the cage match with him. Yeah, you do a cage match really? with him? Yeah. With Bezos? Have you been in the same room as him? Have you like met the man? Virtually. Virtually, so you don't know how like small he is. But if he's like actually, he looks really like a small man. But yeah, what if he's actually like kind of buff, like in person? Maybe like just... Zuck, have you seen Zuck? He's like actually kind of buff now. <laughs> I'm sure you could take him easy. He's never fought in the. He never fought had a real fight in his life. He's probably not never had a real. <laughs> I'm like you know just thinking about the fact that this would be his first ever physical altercation. Yeah. <laughs> this grown ass man, I will whoop his ass. Cause I didn't been through so many. <laughs> Friend of mine served him at a restaurant once. Oh really? I think he tipped her. He get tipped her like two hundred dollars, which is like, it's like throwing tissues at her. Yeah, totally, you know, totally. That's nothing. true. <laughs> but it's in, it's interesting because he seems like a man that has like never worked ever in his life, and the kind of expectations that he has for people at his warehouses. Like, I I've heard you describe him making like senior citizens like have to work as hard or harder than their younger colleagues. Well, give him the credit I mean, where it's due. He's working really hard to take down the union. Right. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, yeah, totally. That's the only work he's putting in. It's, it's sad because, yes, uh, the people at the warehouse, no matter their age difference, uh, they have to do the same job. And there's no accommodations for senior citizens. It's, it's business needs. Over the years, a lot of people that I consider to be my grandmother, grandfather, get fired over you know bullshit and it, it broke my heart every time especially when the last one that's so vivid at jfk mm-hmm. that i remember this woman you know cried on my shoulder wow and she's no longer even here you know she lost her life last year to a cancer battle so, oh god so it was like just knowing that she died at her last employment at her age at amazon right and they didn't even take care of her it's, it's, it's really sad. You know, I stayed in touch with somebody that was real close to her. So I knew about her medical conditions. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, unfortunately, she lost her battle with cancer. But, you know, it just it just shows shows people how, you know, evil Jeff Bezos and Amazon is. Yeah, totally. What was her name? Nancy. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, and uh, they also called her Kathleen as well. What'd they call her? Her first name is Kathleen, but I, middle name Nancy. Oh, okay. Kathleen, we'll, uh, we, we'll dedicate this episode to Kathleen. Uh, thanks for your hard work. Um, you're not forgotten by us. That's not uh, the last one that we got to recognize as well. You know, one that we're still fighting for. I'm sorry to cut you off. But, no, uh, please do. That's why you're here. On this subject, I think that's um, it is right there. Pushan Brown 
but we just left Washington, D.C. Uh, her family as well, Christina Brown and her daughter, Gabby, uh, who we also have been fighting for for the last three years now. She lost her life to COVID um, as a COVID tester for Amazon. Oh, crazy. The pan- wow. So um, rest in peace, Pushan, justice for Pushan. And our union hall is literally named after Pushan Brown. So oh, wow. Um, we're still fighting for that family as well. And there's others, you know. So they didn't have, like, the proper testing conditions for her, basically. And I, I remember the interesting thing is one of the reasons you were fired from Amazon was because you were actually trying to make the conditions safer for people, right? You were asking for more PPE, um, and they were threatened by that. Um, can you tell us about the situation during that time? Yeah, that's exactly right. You know, um, it was just a a life or death situation, especially for all New Yorkers. New York was the epic center of the world, and JFK, Staten Island employs thousands of people from all the boroughs of the city and beyond. So uh, to speak up about our health and safety was, you know, something that I don't regret. You know, it cost me my job, but it also cost the company $4 billion. And that <laughs> went towards wow. the PPE that they didn't provide us with during the pandemic. Unfortunately, you know, while we were unprotected, you know, the spread was already in the buildings and not just here in New York, but right. Nationwide. I remember that. Yeah, I remember so, that. You know, Pushan and others that, that lost their lives is, you know, the malpractices of Amazon neglecting the workers' concerns. And, and that's why we're still here to fight for the, all of these uh, issues now. Yeah, I remember the reports during that time. Um, Amazon Union had um, Anna. Do you remember that? Like all of the, the reports during the Amazon warehouses, there was all those spreads happening because, like everyone else was at home while everyone was getting packages sent to them, and then, basically, you know, you, and all of the Amazon workers were kind of like frontline workers because you guys were still like in this like concentrated facility, uh, interacting with other people that might have been you know, infected. Um, and it just seems like common sense that like you would be like, Hey, I mean this, I mean, it was really scary for a lot of people to even go outside, let alone be working in a, a closed, a very busy space, yeah. no hazard yeah. pay, no, no nothing. People yeah. that are like already unprotected as you're saying, and then they're like having to work in unprotected conditions. So it just makes sense that you would be like, this is unacceptable. Um, and is that what that was part of the reason why you started the union? Yeah, I mean, it was a combination of that and uh, the second, uh, well, really the smear that came out about myself to make me the face of all unionizing efforts. You know, that oh, was, there was a smear. What right. was the smear? Right, Jeff Bezos, who was the richest, richest man in the world, the world uh, at the time, making what, 13 billion a day? Yeah, he decided to call me not smart or articulate and oh, to God, make me yeah. the face of the union. Until you went before Congress and then you regretted saying that. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it, that's fast forward a whole, almost a year. But, yep. you know, that was another tipping point for us. And to uh, continue fighting, we saw the Alabama results. That, that was... Remind uh, those for, remind everyone listening what happened in Alabama. That was yeah. important. Al- Alabama attempted to unionize before us, before the ALU existed. 
and uh, we went down there, me, Derek Palmer, a few other Amazon workers. And uh, to be honest with you, the union just didn't have the right connection with the workers. And we saw that. Right. Mm -hmm. So um, for us, we, we did our homework and we said, you know what, let's give it a shot ourselves. And that's when we decided to form the Amazon Labor Union in April of 420, by the way. Um, <laughs> 420 of 2021 is when we formed the ALU. Wow. And did you guys wait a couple of days just so you could say that? We <laughs> definitely did. <laughs> we we uh, embraced our 420 inheritance. <laughs> you know what I mean? And on top of that, yeah. You know, we we had to socialize. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and also, I think the thing that, you know, Jeff Bezos, like, completely overlooks is, uh, you know, he's a really good talker. And he's a really good, he's really good at talking about things and not doing things. And you are really good at getting people together and getting things done for people. And um, I think if he understood that, I'm talking to you, Jeff Bezos, if you understood the difference <laughs> between those two things... People would like you more, but no, you're a bald-headed lizard man until then. <laughs> Pretty much. Base. <laughs> you know, like, uh, well. Base. He, he, he just, uh, you know, he's one of many billionaires, <laughs> many billionaires out there that can change the world in the blink of an eye, but instead the greed and the disconnect from struggle and hardship um, they will never understand what it is to be, you know, working class citizens. So it's, right, right. it's, it's nothing that they'll ever fathom. You know, they just think that spending money, donating to these nonprofits or whatever the fuck, philanthropy, yeah. they feel is, is They're it's money enough. laundering rings yeah, so enough. they can say they're good people. Right. And it's not, it's not nearly enough. It's nothing. It's breadcrumbs. And, you know, the only way we're going to you know, withhold the power uh, is withholding our labor. Yeah, totally, totally. And so has it's obviously a difficult process um, working with, like, such a giant conglomerate of a corporation to, like, reach an agreement, right? And there was a, a mini victory recently, right, with the NLRB filing a complaint against Amazon? Yeah. Yeah, very huge victory for us because uh, not only the sigh of relief, it's a it's a way of getting the focus back to us mm -hmm. in the campaign instead of negative negative things that have come out in the past and recent uh, distractions and things like that. Along with the union busting that Amazon does every day, breaking the law, targeting our union members, right, firing people, workers still getting injured. You know, I just had a barbecue two days ago and I see another ambulance still picking up workers during, you know, it's prime week right now. So the warehouses are 95 degrees oh and above, god. you know, there's no day. AC. Oh my gosh. Oh, it doesn't matter. You know, you got conveyor boats that, that run 24 seven. It's going to create the heat and there's levels in these warehouses, different floors. So workers are passing out heat exhaustion, all types of things going through every day. So to have this good news come out finally with the NLRB, at least showing that they're, they're going to take it on with Amazon, is, is good. So Still, what does that mean? What, is that, uh, d what does the NLRB do in this situation for workers at the Amazon work warehouses? Right. So they're the federal government that 
the, the part of the federal government that is uh, overseeing, you know, our legal case and against Amazon. Our the National Vice Labor Rela- Relations Board. Yes. And uh, right now, this complaint is basically putting Amazon on notice that, you know, you need to come and bargain with the union. And there's a number of remedies in there. Um, like, for example, all the workers that they have fired right. before negotiations and lost money and wages and things like that can be given back to us. Right. So it's it's really a strong uh, complaint. And, you know, once again, it's holding Amazon accountable, but we know their game plan is to appeal to the Supreme Court. Oh, God. No, yeah. the Supreme Court ain't shit right. Yeah, they are continuously doing bad things. Ruining everyone's lives, yeah. (laughs) It's interesting because basically, you know, everyone on the right pushes back against unions and says that, you know, these things are, these unions are just making everything more expensive. They don't actually improve the quality of life for workers. We don't need those in America. Um, You know, these arguments are interesting because you're laying out very specific conditions that anybody would expect in any working uh, environment anywhere in the world that they would consider uh, to be safe, you know, not like, but it it kind of reminds me of, uh, you know, the early conditions of fighting for unions. Again, unions now are at an all time low, I believe. Um, I think it was last year, they're at 12%. Now they're around, um, it's like 10.5 or 11%. Um, and as inequality rises and union power declines, we see that people like Bezos gets away with things that they wouldn't normally get away with. Without you organizing and getting media attention and going before Congress and doing all of these really big things, how much worse would it be? You know? Oh, man, I don't want to think about it. But I can tell you this, union density is less than 10%. Oh, it's less than 10% now. Less. Wow. What kind of propaganda do they push to you know, make people anti-union. Yeah, that's when, a good when, question. You know, people like you are fighting for. It's basically always about the money. You know, they make it seem like if you unionize, you're going to make me a millionaire. So they <laughs> use that fear mongering to install if, doubt. Like the money that the union dudes are going are going to only make Chris Smalls rich. If you just have <laughs> three more heat strokes, you'll be a millionaire soon. Trust me. Yes. <laughs> and also, yeah, the union dudes. They try to calculate our dues for us. When you're talking to people that live in check to check, mm-hmm. you know, of course, of course, they're going to be like, oh, whoa, what are we talking about with my, my union dues? I don't want my money going to one person. Mm-hmm. But it's not like that. You know, there's, you know, we have a whole process, uh, structure, uh, financial team, treasurer, whatever you want to call it, that would never allow me to even have that authority to do that. And on top of that, if you look at our constitution, I make a worker's salary, you know. Um, I don't believe in being rich as a leader or a president because it doesn't do any good to to live or claim that you're fighting for working class people and then live this lavish lifestyle of a millionaire billionaire. Mm-hmm. Right. The way I dress, the way I look, the way I talk. Uh, if you look at my photos from 15 years ago, you'll see the same exact. Yeah, thing. totally. Yeah. You were you did shows with like I, I saw this recently. Um, I saw you on like a flyer for some like other artists. Who who are you doing shows with? Yeah, that one was uh, Meek Mill. Oh my God, Meek Mill, that's Sheena crazy. Kelly. 
Oh and my gosh, yeah. I didn't, and not, you know, uh, I, I'm not going to say I was uh, uh, doing a show with them, but I hosted that show. Yeah, it's, we know what hosting is. Yeah. We know, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're very so, familiar. And I had to get permission for it. So it's like, <laughs> honestly, I can say that I was a part of Jersey, New Jersey's history back in 2012. Yeah. You know, Meek Mill, that was his first time in New Jersey. Oh, yeah. wow. That's crazy. To come to a city right next to my hometown. Whoa. Um, to be involved with promoting it and That's you know. amazing. What was your hometown? Well, my hometown's Hackensack. Oh, okay. Oh yeah. Hasbro yeah. Kids. Over next to you. What? Hasbro Kids. That's where I'm oh, from. Oh shit. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, damn. We Jersey stand we, up, let's go. Yeah, you already know. <laughs> so yeah, so I'm from Hackensack and and we brought Meek Mill to the T Neck Armory. Okay. Um, so it was a really big venue and uh, it was really, I remember the night. It was really fun. It was Halloween. Wow. So everybody was pretty much dressed up. And yeah, he came and he did his thing. And it was great. That's so fascinating. Um, you've lived so many lives. It's so amazing to see you on that poster, like yeah, hosting yeah. that and then hosting like the biggest Jeff Bezos hate sessions. I'll yeah. tell you another secret. Um, okay. For ASAP Rocky, it was ASAP Rocky. Mm-hmm. Uh, he used to hang out in Jersey a lot. Oh, really? Yeah, so it, it was uh, a few occasions I hung out with him. Oh, just, whoa. That's awesome. Yeah, just random. That's crazy. <laughs> Who, then, then Drake mentioned him, and I never heard from him again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Another now reason now he to hate... babies with Rihanna. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. That's funny. Um, yeah, so who are some of, the favorite pe- some of your favorite people you've met since... You know, you've been on this kind of like media circuit. Um, you're about to do a show with uh, you're do, you're doing a tour first of all with yeah. uh, Steven Donziger, another friend of yeah, our pod. Summer tour, let's go. It's the hot summer, a uh, hot labor summer tour, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're finally making it a real thing instead of a hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we uh, last year, you know, I created that hashtag after. You know, my speech I gave at Labor Notes, and everybody ran with it. And uh, it's been buzzing in the labor movement for a while now. Like, I, I go on Twitter every day, and I just click on Hot Labor Summer hashtag to see how it's trending and who stole it. <laughs> and um, and um, it's good to see that it's still out there buzzing even this summer. It's like running it back part two. So now I want to bring it into fluentian, uh, real life, and have a, a real tour, something interactive, something where it's not just a hashtag, it's a movement now. Right. And uh, it's going to be great. You know, me and Steven kicking off this tour at, at home now, New York City, next week. July Baby's 19th. all right. Yeah, July 19th, pull up. That's my first live performance, too. I'm, I'm, oh, I'm shit. doing music, so. <laughs> got it. We got it. So, I'm going to see her. Yeah. Got it. And, um, it definitely night night to remember that one that's going to be a good one you guys what other cities are you going to denver la atlanta major it's all major cities for now and we're definitely looking to um you know keep this thing going if it turns out the way we want it to which no doubt we are going to show out and pack out um we want to continue it and, like I said, turn this into a, a real movement. Check out the merch is coming. Hot Labor, shirt, uh, Hot Labor Summer shirts is going to be out there. I have to get one of those. Socks, hats. I'm going crazy. <laughs> the drip is going to be crazy. You mean drip. <laughs> it's going to be crazy. It's going to be crazy. It yeah. will not be available on Amazon Prime. I'm no. sorry. <laughs> no Prime deals no, for that. Absolutely not. <laughs> Chris is going to drive in the truck and 
throw it at your door. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Support your local post office. Yeah, get the USPS to send you that shit, okay? Yeah. Yeah. We don't want Amazon taking over the postal office because it's <laughs> obviously what they want to do, That's you know? Absolutely right. Yeah, they want to replace, like, every federal aspect of the government, you know? Mm-hmm. It's really strange how intertwined it's become. Like, yeah, I, I have EBT, and now it's right. like I can connect it to Amazon. And it's like, it's just such a, a strange thing. Really? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. I didn't even know that. There's like, <laughs> yeah, you can get a yeah, you can get a subsidized oh, Amazon Amazon things. Prime account if yeah, you have like it. Everything. It's I, so strange, yeah. They're in cahoots with the with the fucking government. <laughs> but also like, uh, you know, when Amazon Prime is like opening up, uh, you know, different locations in in the United States, like different headquarters and stuff, a lot of cities will say, hey, we'll give you these crazy tax cuts. You know, they're kind of like going behind the back of uh, a lot of taxpayers. Right. You know, when this is the biggest business in the United States and they're cutting all of these taxes, um, what they're kind of doing is they're screwing us all. You know, you know, you think it's just about Amazon workers, but it's also about every single city that they're in. Uh, they're, you know, they're brokering deals with uh, different legislators. And they're lying. They're lying. There's one, one facility that I knew they, they lied to the city and told them that it was going to be a whole nother business. And then last minute, it became an Amazon. And wow. the city went crazy because of the congestion already. And they're like, they're about to bring in another 2,000 people into this small community. So they're lying to, you know, mayors and taking, you know, buying mayors off, city hall off to, to get these tax deals. And it's, it's just insane how, you know, we're allowing this to happen with no accountability. Right. Yeah. Especially when you can't hold them accountable as workers. Um, the government can't hold them accountable because a lot of the local government has like brokered deals with them. So in the end, Amazon becomes this unaccountable monster if we don't continue to fight them. Right. It seems like that's been your experience. They've probably tried to ruin your life in certain ways, right? Oh, yeah. Intimidating you. They send like cars out yeah. after you and stuff. Oh, they have. followed. Yeah. Yeah. Just followed. don't watch who uh, who killed the electric car. Just yeah. don't watch that movie. Oh, who killed? <laughs> no, I haven't seen that one. But you know what it's about. Not tell me. Oh well, I mean, there's this joke going around right now because this man made this car with wa- that runs on water, and everyone in the comment sections like, um, is he still alive? Because the last time something like this happened, they killed the guy who made the car. They did? Yeah, yeah. That's what Who Killed the Electric Car is kind of about. Um, I mean, it's just about like the fact that, you know, a lot of these technologies that could be allowing us to be more environmentally friendly are often bought up. Got you. So they took him out. Or they killed yeah. him. So he made a car that ran on water. This guy, yeah, just recently did, yeah. Um, and so, and, and so, they gave him CIA uh, cancer. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's the joke that, like, you know, they'll they'll take you out for speaking the truth. No, yeah, see, I, I I don't doubt it because, you know, that's that remind me of Doctor Sebi. Oh yeah. Same thing, you know, the guy who cured AIDS and mm-hmm. cured, you know, he beat the court in New York State. Right oh, he did New York he? City, yeah. I actually don't know his story. I know that he was like a natural healer, yeah. right? Yeah, he cured 77 people. Really? And testified. Oh, crazy. And he was exonerated and he died in jail. But 
That's interesting. The guy who saved people's lives died in jail suddenly over pneumonia. So yeah. Right. Nah, you, d- you, you die know. for telling the truth. Yeah. Well, think about how much money... As long as there's profits to be made, then it's... Right. How much money people would lose in you know, a pharmaceutical company mm-hmm. yeah. if he was saving people's lives for these diseases. And, right. Um, yeah. You know, they took him out. And this other is not going to go on and on. But, yeah, I mean... For me, going up against billionaires, Amazon, whoever the establishment, it's always going to be scary. But you know, if if we don't do it, nothing's right. going to be given to us. Right. And that's what I know is a fact. You know, there's nothing that's going to be given to us. We have to organize. We have to fight back, and uh, basically, we have to come together as people. You know, stop. Totally. You know, once again, infighting on the left, on whatever movement you're involved in. Whatever petty shit, different ideology, whatever, you know, some of the shit that we, we fight over is just it's bullshit. Right. Do you think it's like really hard to get like United Front, like because of these small spiffs? I, I feel like that's a common thread. Yeah, because people, instead of coming together, they try to make it a competition. Yeah, totally. It's like who can, who can get the glory first? And it's like, do you really know what comes with this? Yeah. No. A lot of people want to There's be- a lot of I I've seen like that there there's like now some dissent from the union about like they want to vote in or right. something and right. you think that's a lot of like projection about like how hard it has been to sort of get Amazon to cooperate and then people get angry and lash out maybe at you and yeah, yeah and I the mean, leaders right now. It's a combination of that uh but it's also absolutely a racist undertone to it. You know, if you think about it, how many black international union presidents you know? Yeah. Also, I, presidents who have swag. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I would be jealous, too. Breath, you know, <laughs> think about it. Like, seriously, on a serious question, all these powerful unions in the country, any of the, ple- the presidents black or brown? Yeah. Right. So I mean, that's fair. the history of unions in general, too, right? Because there used to be black and white unions, and they were separated. Well... There, there ain't that many black unions. Exactly. <laughs> it's just, it's, I've, I've been around the country, been around the world now. Not quite, but I've been traveling outside of the country. Right. But I can tell you the representation for black and brown, indigenous immigrants, it's not there in the labor movie. Right. And it's not, it's not a bad thing, but it's a conversation and something that needs to be talked about. You know, so it's not just these folks want to have an election or, you know, trying to focus on me and the Constitution and all the bullshit they're bringing up. The bottom line is nobody knows their answers yet because it hasn't happened. Right. We're trying to figure things out. We're still in infancy stage. And the decisions that I make are based off of the workers that I organize with. Right. I don't make any moves without communicating without working with or talking to my executive board who are all Amazon workers by the way <laughs> you know I'm not talking to a third party I'm talking to actual workers so to to even call themselves a reform democratic whatever the fuck mm-hmm. how can you say that when it's a worker led union mm-hmm. <laughs> it's already democratic it's worker led mm-hmm. you, you get involved or you don't there is no in-between. 
you know, to reform something that's brand new doesn't even make sense. Right. At all. So we're, we're just trying to focus on our contract fight, fighting for $30 an hour, you know, fighting for fair promotion policies, better medical leave options, a pension, job retainment. Right. We're not fucking worried about, you know, nonsense. So it's like... So you're bringing the contract to a vote? contract is the main thing that's it okay and when is the contract uh is it being brought to a vote at a certain time or what's the progress with that so right now the 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 complaint that was issued yesterday is is sent to amazon amazon has i think 30 days to respond okay they're going to appeal right and the complaint is the the new contract deal to to negotiate the contract okay gotcha a bargaining order basically and once we get that bargaining order uh, we issue it to Amazon, ask them to come to the table in good faith, which they're not going to do. And and it goes back into the legal process until further notice. But that's just where we are. Our clock hasn't started yet. And we just have to continue organizing. What what do they usually, or how do they usually respond to this? But the anti-union company, uh, they're going to fight it to the very end. Really? Oh yeah, of course they're gonna yeah. want to delay so, it are these until the, the very last minute. So, so um, are so this is being sent to Amazon, and you have um, do you still have these union breakers uh, or strike breakers um, in the building? In the building, yeah. You said they were being paid like ten thousand oh, yeah, dollars per day yeah. sometimes. So it's not a campaign for an election in that aspect. So they're not there. I'm pretty sure they're not paying these folks that. Mm-hmm. Um, their jobs are done. But Oh, this was a previous this campaign? This was the last campaign oh, okay. yeah, before the election. Right now, this there's still union busting going on, but it's done in a different way. They use management and HR. I see. So mm-hmm. now, you know, they're bringing, they may bring in some, some new faces or they'll change some policies and they continue to break the law. Like, That's you know, crazy. They're not supposed to change policies. Right now, like... While you're negotiating, or set to negotiate, you're not supposed to change policies. You're Interesting. Not, you're not supposed to fire people, retaliate, etc. They still do it anyway. And so HR are the people that are kind of administrating the union, the, busting. The union busting. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, you know. So it never ends. It never stops. We have to keep engaged, uh, keep our engagement up with the workers there, and we mm-hmm. have to continue organizing you have to do different things it's crazy because it's called human resources hr (laughs) and it's like depriving humans of resources human resources (laughs) at amazon is a joke yeah it's it's not real hr and people find out the hard way unfortunately but we always tell them hr is not their friend and never will be no it's horrible that's so horrible um so so right now you're about to go on tour. What are your What are the days you're most excited for? So we have uh, we have the 19th here um, in New York at Baby's All Right, yeah. um, and then we have uh, what's the next date? Do we have the, the 22nd list? is Atlanta? Okay, that's a big one. ATL, we need y'all to show out. Shout out to Mariah Parker, uh, Stop Cop City. Stop Cop City for sure. Yeah. 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 Shout out to them. Oh, thanks. The activists down there that have been doing great work. Yeah, we got Atlanta, July 22nd. Then we're going to Los Angeles, L.A. That's my second home, July 29th. Yep. Chicago, uh, that's August 17th. And Detroit, 
Oh, August 18th. Got to end it strong in Detroit. If you're in Detroit, you definitely got to come out. That's, right. That's a Union City right there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's going to be dope. I mean, honestly, I'm, I'm really excited. And um, New York at home next week, you know, there's nothing bigger than that. That's going to be the kickoff. It's going to already know how we did it last year. Baby's all right. We shut it down. So it's going to be good to see a yeah. lot of familiar faces. I don't think that a yeah. lot of union leaders are like, like cool and relatable in that way. They try. <laughs> they try. I'm going to be honest with you. There's a lot of dinosaurs. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah, a lot of dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure they're great guys. I'm sure they're, you know, doing the most, but they don't have, you know, the Chris Malls. It's, it's, we're making Eloquence. it cool. We're yeah, exactly. It cool. And, then, and there's nothing wrong with it. It's like, it's not a beef. Yeah, you know, like, beef, and, no. but it, people are spinning it that way, and it's like, <laughs> like oh, it's Chris Smalls and his show versus <laughs> us, and we <laughs> we are we've done great work and great things for labor, and it's like, yeah, you have, but then again, you haven't because yeah. right, it's really Am- refreshing. Amazon's been around for twenty nine <laughs> years. Yep. Walmart's been around for how many years? Kicking ass. Yep. We haven't got no unions in these big, large corporations. You go to other, other countries, they're all unionized. Yeah. You know, Amazon in Germany, Italy, unionized. Mm-hmm. It's not like they haven't dealt with unions. They just haven't done it in this country. And so it's, it's, it's kind of like, uh, like listening to a union leader give a speech is like listening to Noam Chomsky. You like <laughs> want to fall asleep, you know? Um, but then listening to you is like listening to Zizek. Um, Slavav Zizek, um, the crazy philosopher man. Um, it's like really, it's like really fun, you know, and it's cool and it's refreshing. It's a stressful movement that we're in. Like we're talking about, you know, people that are once again, living check to check. Some of them are homeless. Some of them work in two, three jobs. You know, I've been there. I've been, you know, sleeping out of my car at one point, you know, like so to understand the fight is so much more than meets the surface and to know and live the reality of these Amazon workers, uh, I know exactly what I'm fighting for. So mm-hmm. it's, it's, yeah. it's for everybody to get involved because in a few years, one out of every four Americans will either work or know somebody who work at Amazon. Yeah. So it's not our fight, it's everybody. It's everybody's fight. You know? I mean, if you're getting those fucking packages at your door delivered in the insane, should be illegal amount of time, like mm-hmm. next day delivery, then you need to, you know, be aware of, of the company that you are, are utilizing and, mm-hmm. and support their workers. Yeah. Well, I understand you know, as you bring that up, like this company, think about it, that started off as a bookstore and and what, 95 or whatever it was, mm-hmm. now is a owner of 79 different com- uh, companies and right. about to be looking at people's medical records. And they just bought a medical company. Yeah, they're going to yeah. be doing, ph- you can get your, f- it's a pharmacy now too, right? right? It's insane. It's, it's insane how much this one corporation has Mm-hmm. monopolized so many different fields. Yeah, you can you can connect your, your food stamps to it. You can get a discounted Amazon rate through a government program. That is right. insane. That is insipid. It's, it's, they're it's taking, never ending. They're taking over all aspects of life, basically. Yeah. The pharmacy. I forgot about that, that they're, they're starting a pharmacy. That's I mean, very insane. it's not the same, but it's kind of like Facebook taking over like Twitter, basically. Like These companies that are big and kind of have a monopoly just get bigger and bigger and bigger. Um, and it, 
becomes harder and harder in the future to challenge them, so we have to challenge them now. So um, have you been to the Whitney at all, the Whitney Art Museum? I have. Oh, you have? Yeah. Did you see the Josh Klein show? Yes, I actually met him, and we walked through it together. Really? Oh, oh that's God, crazy. That's amazing. Yeah, what did you think of that show? Because that kind of reminded me of... Yeah, he, he brought me there. We did a piece in The New Yorker. Oh, really? Yeah. Crazy. Can you talk about this show? I want to I want to see it. Yeah, you should. Uh, so he created a whole bunch of different scenarios, and one was actually uh, an Amazon floor. Oh, wow. Boxes, right? Yeah, That's I want to find, about. yeah, I want to find that one. Yeah, and um, he did like, uh, it's crazy, he did like the, what you call it, the coronavirus mm-hmm. molecules, mm-hmm. and it was like different um, work environments in each of these molecules, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, say you're an office worker, he had a box of your supplies as if you got fired inside yeah. of the coronavirus. And this, yeah. he created that exhibit. Before. Like all of the boxes that people take out of the office when you they're fired. Oh, fired. Wow. yeah, yeah. So yeah. different positions, right? Yeah. And it's crazy because, like, he did it before the pandemic. He did this before the pandemic. Yeah. Wow. And it, Wow. I predicted it pretty much. Wow. Like, I was like, yeah, that's, that's, that's crazy. Yeah. But yeah, we walked around the whole entire, um, you know, exhibits. And that's so cool that you did that. Yeah, yeah. He's cool, man. He came up to me. I didn't even know that he was the artist at first. He was wearing like, <laughs> like I think he's Filipino, right? Yeah. Uh, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. And he just came up a little Filipino man in just like baggy clothes. I'm like, I'm like oh shit. So it was really dope. Um, and yeah, they told me like if, if I ever want to go back and bring folks, I could set up tours there for, oh, nice. for the exhibit. Let's but, do it. I would be down. Yeah, I just, yeah. Uh, and I just hung out with him last week um, yeah. and kind of interviewed him about the show. But yeah, it's really good. <clears throat> I, I encourage people to go see it. I might have to think about it because, you know, I, it's like very much in your like in your lane though, so I thought maybe you would yeah. would have gone there. So that's really cool. And I got to see it before everybody. So. Oh really? I'm not yeah, surprised. It, that's it was so like cool. The, um, you know the grand opening, so it was like closed off to the public before they uh, launched it. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. So yes. he, here's the. These are all the balls of everyone that are basically getting fired. Oh wow! That is. That is incre- it's, first of all, it's really beautiful, not what I was picturing. There's also there's- this part of the exhibit where there's like people that are like basically in body bags, um, and people um, were were getting on the floor next to them and taking selfies with them, yeah, with like these like like dead people basically. Um, it's insane. It's yeah. it's kind of like the. They're kind of like the people that are so desensitized by everything that they think it's funny to take a selfie with a dead body, basically. You see the exhibit where he was changing all the celebrity faces? Yeah. That was was before, and that was before AI technology. He was doing that before deep deep fakes and AI technology. Baby's all right. Next week, July 19th. That's the plug. (laughs) May not know. May not know what you see now. But it's going to happen. Yeah, I can't wait for the neoliberal hell Chris Smalls song drop. That'll be sick. <laughs> Album coming soon. Hell yeah. yeah, hell yeah. Thanks for everyone for listening. Check out Chris Smalls. Hot yeah. Summer, y'all. Yeah, it's hot la- labor summer. <laughs> Woo!